2: Welcome to the eSports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This podcast is brought to you by Untuck and Manscaped. This week, we will be discussing wealth management and eSports. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice, as all of the information is for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Aaron Lankowski. He's a Director of Business Development at Altfest Personal Wealth Management. Altfest is a wealth advisory management firm with over 35 years of experience. They are recognized as an industry leader and pioneer by Forbes, Barron's, and the Financial Times for their unique process that they use with their clients. Aaron works with professional gamers and other high-network individuals to assist them in properly managing their money. Aaron, thank you for joining us.
1: Justin, thank you so much for having me. This is it's great to be on the uh, on the podcast on the video.
2: Thank you, thank you.
1: All right. So
2: to you know briefly introduce the topic, the need for proper wealth management in esports grows by the day. This is especially true with the growing prize pools and with player salaries growing. For instance, the Dota Two International has this ever escalating prize pool of. 25 million, 28 million, 30 million, split between five players. Then you have things like the Fortnite World Cup that had over 15 million dollars in prizes, the League of Legends World Championship that had over five million dollars in prizes, and then many other tournaments with a million dollars or more and some with six figures. So that combined with the new franchises and the growing salaries there, whether it's in Overwatch. League player getting 100 150k a year, or some of these League of Legends and Call of Duty players reportedly earning 200 to 300k a year. So, these facts have really led to many gamers becoming multi millionaires. In fact, oh, yeah. esportsearnings.com currently lists over 75 players having earned over a million dollars in total prize pools. Now, clearly this is becoming a huge thing. You have these players at a pretty young age earning substantial sums of money, and most of the time, all at once. So that kind of leads us to our guest this week and kind of learning a little bit more about proper proper money management. So, Aaron, tell us a little bit about what AltFest is currently working on in esports.
1: Uh, sure. So... Um a uh, little background on, on our uh, organization, as you said, we're about 35 years old, uh, been in wealth management that long. We operate, and maybe we'll get into this in, in, in another time and place, but we operate more like a, uh, a multifamily office than, than just a wealth management firm. Uh, so maybe a little later we'll talk about other aspects of finance that most advisors would consider to be... Secondary or tertiary, but um, my a, a partner of mine who uh, was stationed over in various uh, uh, various spots and cities in Asia, uh, he became uh, enthralled. I mean, he's a gamer, he's a sports guy, but he got very good at the Dota game. Okay, uh, and got you know was internationally ranked, you know, in in the ninetieth plus percentile. So he so got far. into the and, scene and succeeded. yeah. He started scrimming uh, against, you know, players that were, you know, somewhat known. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, outside of uh, outside of sports and eSports, his other passion is finance. And started, you know, we started talking to these guys who, you know, over the last couple of years, started making some serious money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Fest has a, a division uh, within the company uh, that focuses exclusively on eSports. And it's become one of my verticals that I concentrate on uh, on a, a pretty regular basis so uh, we have uh, I'd say a couple of, at least a couple of handful if not more uh, 10 to 15 clients in the eSports world um, dota is a very big part of our world mm-hmm. uh, and we for obvious you know,
2: reasons they're securing yeah, so. those huge prize pools
1: yes I was uh, I was in Shanghai at TI this summer had a great time uh, was really rooting on some of our existing clients uh, you know been you know, I was at um, the MDL in Paris this year uh, and uh, getting getting to know a lot of people in that space uh, and um, you know loving every minute of it we're actually um fests. Uh, esports division is actually going to start working with uh, the Overwatch League as well as the Call of Duty League uh, and hopefully more to come on that in uh, in future chats with you. But, you know, we're, we're working on that and really excited about uh, about doing that. So what, what we concentrate on at first is really uh, we look to educate the industry. Um, you know, these kids, you know, as young as you know, teens, 17, 18 years old, uh, making six figures. Um, how do you properly vet uh, a financial advisor? Why is, you know, why is financial advisory important? Um, that, that's the first lesson. And, you know, as we get deeper into educating players individually in teams, uh, we teach them really how to kind of think for themselves and ask the appropriate questions on how to vet uh, a, a a financial advisor, somebody who claims to be a money manager, uh, even though I, I, I would love to do business with everybody I run into, I know that's not going to be possible. There, are, you know, it's a it's relationship driven. Uh, sometimes there there are others out there that have better relationships with these players than I do, uh, but I do want to make sure that they get educated so that they're not taken advantage of. Because as you know, uh, in your business, entertainment uh i mean i the first person that comes to mind is mc hammer right i mean i might be dating myself at this point but you know mc hammer
2: i mean a few of our viewers may know him but
1: <laughs> maybe uh but he, you know guy made a ton of money right yeah and had a big posse you know ran around blew a lot of money didn't have proper advice advice and he was poor for a long time i mm-hmm. think he's kind of Come through the other end, uh, you know, based on the last ten years and and his catalog or whatever. Yeah, licensing so and commercials and stuff. Right, but you know he was you know, and when his money left, so did so did everybody around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's I mean, in a nutshell, that's what I'm looking to hope. I'm hoping that these kids will avoid that because the time frame with which they have to make this money is going to be pretty finite, as, as you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, kind of building off that a little, I know that ESPN had a documentary, Broke, that went into a bunch of NBA and NFL players who, you know, like Antoine Walker, who had earned $140 million in his career and ended up broke, and just really a bunch of these other stories where these people have earned $50 to $100 million, and, you know, five, ten years later, there's not the pot to piss in. And, you know, to elaborate a little bit on... You know, selection of professionals that you were mentioning earlier, I think it's important, and when people ask me, oh, how do I find an attorney? How do I know who's good? You know, I think that, like you said, you have to talk to them. You have to get a feeling about them. You gotta do your own research, and you have to feel comfortable with them knowing that they have your best interest at heart, that they're going to act as a fiduciary and make sure that you understand what's going on. You know, part of that is on the player or the gamer or the talent to ask the right questions, to care enough about what's going on to be like, okay, well, why are you doing that? Or do you think that's the best way? Or, you know, you just need to help sometimes keep the professional accountable. And I think that that's kind of part of the vetting process. And, you know, sometimes if you're a player, especially if you're a little younger, you may come into a big office and, you know, you may feel a little intimidated, but you need to kind of realize and understand that, This is a team, you know, an attorney, a manager, a CPA, an account. All these people are on your team to help you succeed and have your best interest at heart. And, you know, that's just not something that's gained just from meeting someone the first time. You need to talk to them, feel them out, research them, ask what other people think of them see who else they're working with. You know, I th- some of the stuff you were mentioning, it's very impressive that you're going out to these different activations. You're going across the country, across the world to seek out the right people to explain to them, "Hey, I'm here. This is who I am, and I'm here to help." You know, maybe right now you don't know why you need my help, but one of these days you're going to, and you know, I'm here.
1: Yes. So uh, you you mentioned, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I I wanted to you mentioned the word fiduciary, which uh, you know in in No, you know a lot of people don't know what that is, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a there's a big difference. There's really two players in, in, in the financial industry, and I actually start a conversation with a lot of gamers with, you know, there's there's a fee only uh, advisor, which is what AltFest is. We we charge a flat fee, transparent fee. It's
2: so like this is the cost to do X. Right it doesn't yeah. change based on how much you do or how much work we do. This is the fee,
1: Right. And we, you know, we're we're in business to give advice, give the most objective advice
2: because it doesn't uh, matter how well, you know, if you make a million or if you lose a million, you're still getting the same.
1: True. Yes, uh, but you, you know, I, I take it. You know, whether you're in esports or you're, you know, you're a doctor or a lawyer or you're, you know, you're manufacturing widgets. What are your goals? What are you looking to do over the next five years, ten years, twenty years? You know, what's retirement look like? Depending on where you are in the, you know, in your in your professional career, mm-hmm. uh, what are your goals? And I got to give you the most ob- objective advice on how to meet your goals. Uh, we don't sell any products. We don't sell insurance, annuities, or, you know, so there's, that's what a fee-only fiduciary will do. Uh, there, and that's a very small part of the industry. Much bigger part of the industry, uh, the Morgan Stanleys, the Merrill Lynch's, uh, the Alliance Bernstein's of the world, they are, they are, they are based, right? Meaning they will charge a fee to manage money, which I do. Fee-based is not the only; meaning they can also sell products that are attached to very large commission structures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's incentivized you know, to try
2: to go where, that route.
1: Well, the, that's where the advisor and the client and the the goals might not be in line, right? Mm-hmm. right? Uh, the the advisor is incentivized through commission to sell products uh, and services. So you have to be very care. You know that that's part of why I want the business. The difference between the two. and, you know, for instance, in you know, in esports or any sports, uh, needs to have certain amount of disability insurance, right? And what type of disability is appropriate for you? What levels of disability are appropriate? Uh, in the east, even knowing board, that something, something
2: like that exists is important. Like I'm
1: sure a lot of people, are like, what do you mean
2: disability? Like, yeah, if you injure your wrist playing a game, if you know, if you're an NFL yeah, player and you blow out you're your horse
1: around with your brother in the you know outside in the backyard during your time, yeah, you slip you, on the way to the pool, bust up this finger, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? You, 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 and you, you And you can't do this for four to six weeks or when you finally start doing it again, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel right. You know, you need uh, physical therapy. Those things need to be thought about, you know, uh, very thoughtfully. Uh, and there are certain places to go get that insurance and the prices to pay and there's other prices not. to pay. Uh, um, So those things, you, you have to fit with these clients.
2: Support for Blue Wire comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineer tools for your family jewels. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BLUEWIRE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code BLUEWIRE. The holidays are almost here, and you know what that means. Gifts! And what better gift to give the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right? Untucked shirts always fall at that just right length, no matter his size. So he always looks casual and sharp. Ever seen an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untucked, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. With more than 50 fit combinations, Untucket shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untucket style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle free button downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuckets, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website is so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed look of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use Blue for 20% off check it. That's UntuckIt.com and promo code Blue for 20% off. What are some challenges you've been facing while working within the esports industry?
1: Yes. As in as in any industry, uh, I'm sure you're aware of many of uh, share a lot of the same challenges. Uh um I I think probably the two biggest challenges especially with gamers is that in what I'm finding is it's big reward go big or
2: or go home
1: right a uh, lot of a uh, lot of gamers are in uh, uh, cryptocurrency they've invested in that space like before Some you or with them, you, know, you very well at times well no but, uh, that's not something uh, that, that's not something I get involved in and that's a whole other conversation yeah I mean right. I don't really yeah. stay
2: away from bitcoin and cryptocurrency I like real currency
1: yeah, well, well, I mean, that's a, that, that's, that's a great discussion. Uh, there are pros and cons for sure. but And it's okay to take a you know, small amount of money, and if it's an interest to you, mm-hmm. that's great. But taking everything that you're worth and putting it into one idea is not a smart move. Mm-hmm. Uh, diversification through strategies, uh, uh, through different uh, investment vehicles, But you know they feel as if I gotta you know uh, I gotta switch uh, to use a a baseball vernacular I guess. Yeah, like Um, it's like boiler room. It's it's like I gotta put a hundred thousand down. It's a misconception. Um, You need you need a steady amount of you need a steady return, uh, consistent on average over years of time. And that's going to get you to where you're going. I mean, in in esports, you have, it, it's not like a doctor or a lawyer where they're going to have a twenty, thirty, however many year career. Fifty. You know, in esports, we have to in esports we have to dial it down. Maybe uh, of of top earning potential. So we kind of scale it. You know, we squeeze it. Uh, but it's still a consistent. Uh, it's what you're going to do after, you know, your career. Are you on Twitch? Are, are you promoting yourself in other places? Do you have endorsement deals? Um, those things come into play, but let, let's get back to the go bigger goal. You know, consistent, you know, you know earnings and returns. I'm gonna give you, I, I jotted down a couple of notes before we started. Take somebody who's age 25. You gave me, call it 1600 all right? Every month. Which is how much a year? Seeable Call it year, all right. And we can we can take that and and, and shelter it from taxes. You wouldn't pay taxes on that nineteen thousand that you earned, and you gave an account that I'm gonna that I would set up. Nobody mm-hmm. really. Uh, have a uh, uh, um, uh, over. Many years. Let's go out to the age. Go out to age. Say you do that until age sixty-five, and all you okay. So forty 40%.
2: years, you're putting in nineteen thousand a year. Right.
1: So let and let's. For inflation is the end. okay. That's between six. The all fixed income. Bonds, something very, very conservative, but taking that nineteen thousand uh, and going all the way out till age sixty-five, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you two million dollars. Uh, it, it's not difficult. I mean, and those are very conservative figures. Not a lot, a lot of money invested. Not uh, a lot of risk, but it's not, not any risk. Not really, not, not really too much risk. Conservative bond portfolio will return you with those facts and figures. I mean, so they just—I mean, th- those are two ends of the spectrum: the the high volatility of uh, of cryptocurrency, hmm. uh, and you got the very you know very low risk—the white bread—the white bread approach, of bond market. And- But I'm just giving you two extremes. Mm-hmm. You, you don't you don't need to be on the high end extreme to make money in, in finance. You you just need to have a steady. You need to have a plan, and you need to have a a plan that's that, that's thoughtful and based on what your goals are. Um, so that's that that's one challenge. I think the other challenge is that uh, um, I think a lot of these kids. Uh, um, however educated they are or, or are not. Many of them are, are not, you know, college educated. Uh, they not financial are, literate. Well, yeah. I mean, in, you think about how many people go on to college and study finance and graduate from college with a finance degree. Very few. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you have these kids that are thrown into a situation where they have a lot of money you know, some, you know, well into the six and even seven figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they think, you know, hey, you know, I talked to him for the first time. Hey, I'm a financial advisor. Maybe you want to talk about your future. And they look back at me and they're like, I got seven figures in, the, in my check. You know, <laughs> all I got cash. I'm set. Well, that's actually it's not the case. And if anything, you you're, t- you have a lot more yeah. to worry about now with all the money. Um, well, you know. Got to teach them about inflation. You know, just just having that cash sit in uh, uh, in, a, in a checking account for for years and years, and years you're actually losing three percent a year. Uh, no, they can't really understand that concept. And I don't need them to understand it. I just need them to understand that you know you can do better than just sitting in cash. That's a that, that's a tough one. Um, and um, you know, they these these guys and gals will. Uh, leave their financial decisions to who they've always left their financial decisions to, which is their parent. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, under, I mean, their their parents. They they only want to do the right thing for their kids. I understand, but you know, oftentimes they're not even equipped to handle mm-hmm. the challenges.
2: Yeah, uh, what
1: do they I really client, know about
2: these things?
1: Yeah, I have a client who who is who's born and raised in Denmark. He's Employed by a company here in the U.S., right? Keeping his Denmark citizenship, mm-hmm. um, and you know, making money in China and all across Europe and Russia. Uh, you know, it's great to have uh, you know three, four million dollars in the bank when you owe three different governments that you know some of that money yeah. and the tax implications there. It's not, you know, cross border tax implications is not something that the average mom and dad know about. It's not even something that the average CPA knows about. Yeah, uh, I mean, it,
2: I'm it, talking it, to these accountants it, in Virginia. Like, I don't think they could even get into that level of, like, he's a Danish citizen who made this money in Shanghai, made this money in this country, and. You know, and players couldn't even think about this. I mean, I'm sure they see all the tax issues that Lauren Hales and Wesley Snipes and just all of these things and they're not paying their IRS bill. And it's, you know, you're getting this large sum of money for winning a tournament or a salary. You don't realize that you have to put aside a certain percentage for taxes that you have to do. If you're an American citizen, federal and state taxes and, you know, city and depends on where you live. So it's all of these things that wouldn't normally be known And if you don't have people around you to bring this to your attention or even mention that this exists, you're just not going to know. I had a player that I was talking to that he was getting all his paychecks in his checking account. And then he went to his bank and they're like, what are you doing? Like you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in your checking account. If someone got your pin or whatever, it's over. Like you should have a savings account. Like, you know, it's just like and it's just like his parents are not from here. So they're probably just doing whatever they're doing. And he just needed someone to tell him, open a savings account. So at least you're making something on these checks that you're getting. Like instead of just having it all in this checking account, like you said, earning no money, actually losing money because of inflation and being exposed to, you know, if your shit's connected to Venmo or Cash App or PayPal, like, you know, that's a great hacker's target. And yeah, if you have that, six that figures so. in there, it'll be a real headache and a really upset conversation to try to figure that out, especially if it's through yes. some Russian hackers and the money disappears really
1: quickly. That Luckily, that is something that I have not dealt with with any of my clients. i I'm not gonna, yeah, I mean, uh, but it's like the fact that is. you're even in
2: the position because you don't understand that. Okay, well, there's things I can do with my money that will protect it a little bit more, or as you say, earn interest and income on it. That you just really need to know this exists.
1: Yeah. Well, that's you bring up an interesting point. I haven't even, I didn't even think of the cybersecurity aspect of having all that cash in one place. Um, but it, it's it's totally true especially
2: because uh, these things are so on the internet and then if you had the cryptocurrency like it's just a lot of high tech financial transactions and like yeah like my bank account probably doesn't have as much as you know their active bank accounts have so it's like you have to just be really smart and right. you know know that these are things that could happen and that there are ways yeah. to protect yourself and position yourself and Treat yourself
1: right. right. And um, you, you bring up some interesting points, and, and it, what, it's also my job to to provide that advice. Uh, uh, you know, clients of mine don't have. You know, we, we represent uh, some of the talent in 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 these leagues, not necessarily the players, but uh, you know, some on. of the casters,
2: mm-hmm. the announcers, uh, they, and such.
1: Know, yeah, exactly. Uh, many of them don't have legal representation. Because, you know, uh, a line that is that is well, Yeah, I mean, my is, last couple of years in
2: esports yeah. has been, you know, educating talent and players and really everyone that, like, you know, most of these big teams and companies, they have big law firms or big lawyers who are making these documents. And you're at a huge disadvantage if you're reading a 20, 25-page document and you really don't know what it says and you really don't understand the long-term implications and you're just too scared or too... Cheap or to whatever it is to Ask for help or to You know acknowledge that you don't know something And that there are people that can help you better
1: Right well, the the I mean, my grandmother was, say, penny wise, pound foolish, right? Right. It's
2: you know, I mean, that that's what I encounter a lot. But, you know, as I as people have asked me that question, it's like someone's going to have to that's really important. Get really screwed out of a lot of money for everyone to realize, like, oh, whoa, if I had the proper tax stuff like that kid made three million dollars, but lost half of it because he had to pay this really high U.S. tax rate. And, like, if you had no idea that there were certain things you can do to recover some of it, mitigate it, recoup expenses, et cetera, you put yourself in a really bad position. And, you know, I kind of corollary to with the entertainment and the contract stuff. It's like, yeah, you're going to have some player that gets into a contract that's really bad, really one sided and ironclad and just really disrupts their future earning potential. And there's nothing you can do about it. And that will be the lesson that everyone will be like, oh, whoa, well, well, if this person can get jammed up or screwed out of this, what will happen to me? Yeah. You know, so.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Well, that's that's another part of my job and what we do is, yes, we, you know, for 36 years, this firm has been in wealth management and retirement planning. uh, But as we've grown and learned, that you know every area of finance is connected. For instance, your insurance. You know most people's insurance broker is never going to speak to their lawyer. Uh, a lawyer's never going to talk to the CPA. A CPA is never going to talk to unless there's an a financial issue advisor. Uh, well, even so, it, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, unless there's a personal connection and it's not just transactional, uh, then maybe you'll get those. You'll you'll get the the client and the two, you know, the two needed parties involved. But most times it doesn't happen. But, you know, we have CPAs on the staff that can talk intelligently to our clients' representation. Uh, we have attorneys that will look at documents. I mean, we, you know, it's mostly a state, uh, a state work that uh, that we've done. Not necessarily the work, but we have lawyers that, with that background uh, and a little bit of corporate uh understanding but we don't actually write the contracts we don't file the tax returns but we know enough in house to say you know you need you need this kind of an attorney you need a uh, uh you know you need an entertainment lawyer you need a, a, a entertainment focused CPA and we can recommend one to you if you don't have one uh but you know, these kids need somebody who's going to stand shoulder to shoulder with them and tell them, hey, you need A, B, and C. Uh, so that, you know, like, like any client, they don't have to worry about it. They go out and do what what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They'll, you know, I mean, right. we have, like I said, clients from all kinds of backgrounds want to focus on their job and what they do for a living and and they leave all that, you know, connective tissue and putting things together for, for us. Um, so to get you know, a teenager or a young 20-year-old to, to wrap their brain a around. A young adult, we call them, I guess. What's that? They're young adults, I guess, right?
2: Those 20-somethings.
1: The, you know, <laughs> the, the the 20-somethings, definitely young adults, and they, you know, they, the young adults I'm finding, they, they know that they don't know, right? Well, that's good. The, that's the first step. The, that's, yeah. But when you're in your early 20s or late teens... You know, I've heard some, I've heard some crazy things come out of the mouths of of, of people, or even secondhand from these players. You know, they, they they're asked. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm sitting at dinner with one of them who isn't my client. I wouldn't mention my by name, but a, a very higher. You know, what are you going to do after you're done in esports? Well, I'm going to open up a business. Okay, well, what what kind of what kind of business are you going to go in? I uh, you know I'll I, figure it out to go into whatever I'm, I'm, I'm going to hire somebody to, to, to do all that for me is mm-hmm. the, end, was the end of the conversation I'm not going to worry about that I'm going to hire somebody to do it I, I, who, who like, are that's you a hire? great plan I, I, who are you going to hire to create a business and run it for you who's going to care about your money more you know more than you or you got to have some you, you got to have more than that so we you know we got a real iron those things out with these kids and, and get them thinking about, okay, in 10 years' time, give me, you know, give me some ideas. Let's start working towards it now. Let's mm-hmm. sussing it out now so that we can have a real game plan in another four, five, six years. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. it's kind of the example that some professional athletes, you know, NFL players, for instance, like, you know, Greg Olson on his bye weeks has started to do like Fox, you know, casting. And this is how they're transitioning to almost audition for Life After Football to be a caster like Roma or some of these former players. And. You know, it's interesting to see what players I just saw a tweet from a team owner that's like, if you're a former pro, you should try to go into the industry because, you know, the valuable information that you have from firsthand doing it is hard to replace. You know, it's invaluable. And being able to then bring that. Practical knowledge with maybe some book knowledge Whether it's you know obtaining a law degree To understand the IP and the trademark stuff Or some kind of business or CPA To be able to be like, yeah, I was a former Gamer, but now I'm a CPA And I'm advising gamers Because I know exactly what you're going through And, right. you know, I think it kind of plays To what you were talking about with your partner Who, you know, played with some of these Dota 2 players, it's building that Familiarity, they kind of know What you're talking about, what you're going through And it Makes it easier to connect. So to kind of sum all this up, so why is it important to have you know proper financial advice or an advisor or someone in your corner, making sure you handle your money right?
1: Uh, I guess to 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 bring it all together, you can you can you can spend a a lot of money making mistakes. You know, I, there's mm-hmm. the the. The, the bigger the more complex the financial world of these entertainers you know is a, another way there are sports entertainers these yeah, sports guys that,
2: talent influencers yeah, all these buzzwords they're,
1: and they're and they their, their lives are financially complex uh um, and you can spend a ton of money sticking your head in the sand and avoiding the complexities uh or you can have somebody that's, you know, has your best interest in mind and can really become the CFO uh, of your world, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so that you can go off and do what you need to do, what you want to do with your life. Um, it's 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 really that simple. So, I mean. It's very typical for a, a, a season to go by and 12 months later that, you know, kids have a lot of money in the bank and then all of a sudden it's it's two-thirds or it's a third of what it was because they owe this country, that country, and the other taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't and, plan
2: for it and it's a and, shock to and them. And they're
1: like, they're like oh, what happened? Mm-hmm. What, you, 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 need, you, you need to be um, on – uh, on the rules of the uh, of the rules of the road, just mm-hmm. like you're educated on how to play your game, you got to be educated in finance, or you 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 have to have somebody who's who's got the skills to play this game, mm-hmm. is really what it comes down to. So, uh, you know, and it's about the future. It, it's it's you know you're having a great time now. Most of these kids, you know, youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> uh, they think that this is gonna you know be high and mighty times for for you know years to come uh but uh you know aren't that many 40 year old dota 2 players well tom (laughs) brady's gonna retire eventually right yeah i mean god bless him he still looks great but and that's tough for me to say because i'm a i'm a fan
2: me too we don't have to talk we don't have to uh, use that name on this show (laughs) but yeah so i mean i just kind of want to bring it all together a little bit off what you say is You know, like a basketball player just wants to shoot the ball. He doesn't want to have to worry about the finances and taxes and making sure that he has the proper insurance. And it kind of comes down to having the right people in your corner and understanding that, yeah, maybe you have to spend some money now. But as you highlighted, the mistakes and the potential ramifications of not doing things properly could end up being way more costly. And it just doesn't pay. So, you know, I just want to thank you so much for joining us, Aaron. This was very, very insightful. I want to thank everybody again for tuning in. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Justin J E S Q. Follow Prediction Esports on Twitch and Twitter. And check all of our past episodes on Apple Podcasts. Thanks and have a great night.